0: Whatever the source of the leader's ideas, they cannot inspire their people unless they express vivid goals, which in some sense those people want. That's David McClellan on Achievement. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organisations on how to change their culture, but this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. This is a new series, and I want to share with you what I've learnt about the pursuit of excellence. I feel very passionately about this topic because I hear lots of organizations speaking about wanting to build a culture which pursues excellence, but much less time being dedicated to what it actually takes to awaken or to reawaken that pursuit in the individuals who are inside that organization. And I found that those people who pursue excellence are just a pleasure to be with They're a pleasure to work with, and they stand out because their motivation seems to be intrinsic. It comes from within them, and it's not really linked to the pursuit of money or recognition or status or reward. But I do believe it's possible to nurture this drive inside of ourselves and in others. And that's what makes it, I think, a worthwhile topic For us to explore together in this podcast, and why I chose Pursuit of Excellence as the next series. I became fascinated by this topic when I first came across the work of Harvard academic David McClellan, who worked, I think he started working in the 70s maybe, and he described what he called the achievement motivation. And McClellan really helped me to recognize that this motivation is something which is actually inside of all of us. It was always there when we were small children, you know, and you've got to witness the way in which the child will pursue a goal, like, you know, keeping on trying to stand up and walk or slotting a block through a hole until they finally succeed. But sometimes I think that gets knocked out of us a bit or, or a lot along the way, as other drives kick in. And, and I won't go into the psychology of why, because I'd rather look at today. Now, you're working and you're probably leading or influencing others. And if you were able to create a culture in your team or in your business where that drive, that achievement drive was shared and strong, you you absolutely could do extraordinary results. You could achieve anything, really. Even just for yourself, I think, if we can tap more into that it becomes so much more rewarding and exciting. And so in the next episodes, I wanna explore some ways to do that. And this week, I want our theme to be what it actually takes to pursue. So we talked before about pursuing excellence. And I think pursuing is an entirely positive driver. And that's where it differs for a lot of what I see going on in the work environment. Because it's about pursuing satisfaction and not about avoiding pain. So it doesn't involve fear fear of failure, fear of being fired, fear of not being good enough or of making a mistake. And it doesn't involve that kind of anxiety or guilt that we get about the obligation that we have to fulfill something that we owe to other people. But what it's about is the pursuit of something. Because I want to, rather than because I feel I have to. You know, there's that saying, why do we climb that mountain because it was there? And we can still feel really driven with that, but it's a positive version of driven rather than anxiety version of driven. Now, I hope that doesn't sound too conceptual, and and I apologise if it does, because it can be quite elusive but the difference between those two is really profound. So here's an example. Imagine your team is working like crazy to fix a whole lot of problems you've had with safety and you feel pressured. A lot of people are watching and criticizing and whatever you do, it just doesn't feel enough and you're anxious and people around you don't want to admit, when they see an unsafe practice, because that would be exposing themselves to more criticism. You know the feeling. And that just feels sometimes like things aren't changing. And then imagine one day that you met someone who takes you to visit a plant where they have got really rapidly improving safety. And this person is inspiring. And she talks about Caring about each other and about standards of safety that she's aspiring to, and other people who talk to say they might be impossible, but she and her team are pursuing them because the very act of stretching has been deeply satisfying. Even though they feel frustrated and they feel like they've got a long way to go, but the mood is intense and focused, often exhausting, frustrating, disappointing. But what's missing is that perfectionistic anxiety and that competitive, I've got to be better than you, and that, let me find something else to blame so it doesn't land on me. And what's happened there is that the pursuit of excellence has overtaken the pursuit of perfection or of winning over other people or staying out of trouble, Now, I rather like the fact that David McClellan used the word achievement to describe this motivation, this motivation to pursue excellence, because I like achievement. I like it much better than performance. Performance suggests the need for an audience in front of whom we are performing. And then there's good performance and bad performance. But achievement doesn't need those qualifying adjectives. Achievement is the pursuit of something for its own end. So what can you do with all this? Let's start by suggesting that you look for that achievement motivation inside of yourself. Now here's a clue about what it feels like. It's that part of you that thrills in setting and achieving higher and higher goals. And they might be quite small goals, It's why, for example, lists are so satisfying. You know, when you write a list and then you cross things off and there's that little thrill you get when you do so. Tick, tick, done that, tick, tick. And that little thrill, that little tick is the achievement motivation in action. So what parts of you at work do you want to apply that motivation? What form of excellence do you want to pursue? What goal does that look like? What would be possible? And dream big for a moment, because excellence is best when it is a self-set goal. And that's one of the key insights that McClellan had and one of the key insights that I've noticed as I've I've really started to explore this work with people is that the goal has to be self-set. It can't be because others or the situation expects and demands that I have to have that as a goal. So if you can start finding that in yourself, the next question then is how can I involve others in that? Because it's gotta become a self-set goal for them too. Otherwise their achievement motivation doesn't kick in. Otherwise it just feels like pressure and you're imposing your will on them. And you know you, know you can get results like that for sure. But to really aim for excellence together, it's got to be owned and shared by everyone at that individual level. So the pursuit of excellence really becomes an engagement exercise in the early stages. Never one of moving away from pain, remember, but of moving towards pleasure. And in my experience, it involves engaging and enrolling others in what could be possible. So the exercise to get started with here is just to target a few people in whom you can see that achievement motivation bubbling away there. You may only see glimpses of it, but but it's near enough to the surface that you think you could help bring it out more. Excite them, dream with them, talk about what you could do together, set your sights very high, pursue, explore what excellence looks like. And over the next episodes then, I'll explore some more with you about how to break that process down into more achievable chunks. But this week, I really just wanted to start by clearing the decks of the shoulds and the have-tos and the anxieties about failure and performing for others and leave you with the possibility of finding that part of you that just wants to climb the mountain because it's there and because it's climbable and because it would be amazing to stand on its peak and see what the world looks like from that point. So free yourself to explore that. First of all, inside your own head and then with a few people who you think might be interested. What would pursuing excellence look like for us? And we'll pick it up next week and take it further. So I'll see you then, thanks for joining me.